Once again, the movement presents Hip Hop Matters, the Valley's first and only hip hop based podcast. Uh, welcome you today. It's uh, your boy here, Ron Scott, the guy that does some things from time to time. And uh, to my left is everybody's favorite axe man, Anthony Baker. I won't be everybody's favorite. <laughs> and in the booth behind the boards, the evil genius, Claudel Weststone. What up, what up? All right, today's gonna be an interesting day. We uh, we're gonna do some continuations. We got some new topics to discuss for you. We got all kind of stuff ready. So uh, where we want us kick it off today, there, fellas? Well, uh, go well, ahead, Claudel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the pride, the pride. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Claudel. Check it, man. <laughs> Tell him. So I, you know, I, I'm taking a listen to the podcast and everything because uh, we've been getting some really, really good reviews. <laughs> uh, I'll, it's all good. I'll, I'll cut that out, Ron. <laughs> Thanks. You won't. No, I won't. But so I'm listening to the podcast, man, and 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 you know, Bake goes, Fifty, really? Underrated? Like then he goes, the impact. And then I really had to think about the impact of the G unit movement. So I might have been fat Joe a little bit. Mm. Tell the people what you mean by <coughs> fat Jode. Well, <laughs> for some strange reason. You know, Ron wasn't feeling Fat Joe, and we had to, you know, you know, it was change nice. his mind. I'm not a fan. I, I can't say I'm I'm a huge fan now, but I definitely was a, a detractor of Fat Joe's. And then they ran down the discography. <laughs> they ran down some freestyles. They ran down a bunch of stuff. And now I was like, all right, you got Fat Joe. Fat Joe is right where he needs to be. Right. That's why hip-hop. we have turned his name into a verb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've been Fat Joe straight up. Straight, I've been fat Joe all the way up. Yeah. And you think you're, you're saying this for for G Unit or just Fifty himself? Well, I'm saying Fifty, Fifty, the impact that Fifty made when he first dropped "Get Rich or Die Trying." Man, that debut's hot, man. And, I'll give and, you that. And, yeah, but I give I give DMX. I put DMX a little bit on the pedestal because I feel like DMX was the hardest debut I've ever heard, and that's that's for me. That's for me. And but I will put that debut up against anybody. Right. And I felt like. 50s, I don't. I'm not gonna put that debut up on that level, but it's it's close. You know what I mean? It's close for me. Plus, there was G Unit everything. G Unit everything, and I then had the shoes. You know what I'm saying? I Yo, realized they had, had shoes. Yeah, they had shoes, man. I'm at the 50 concert. This full size of shoe and throws it in the crowd, man. Oh man, man they went crazy. And they were affordable shoes. shoes. Were they? Yeah, were they? they were only like, you know, 70 bucks. It was a pair of Reeboks. Stephon Murberries. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get none of them Steph Currys. Oh my gosh. The Starberries uh, from uh, Stephen mm. Berries. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> they were but, like uh, 22 dollars <laughs> 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 So I'm listening, to, but I, I'm feeling the impact, man. I mean, I gotta, I gotta give them. Uh, I, I can't, maybe they are where they need to be, man. That's all. Uh-huh. I've been fat, Joe, because I'm just saying. Just think about it. They, I might not personally, personally like um, '50s music, but it was selling. You know what I mean? You're damn right, it was selling. And I, and I like, and I'm not saying I don't like it, but I do. I like '50s music, his earlier stuff. Right. And after uh, that, after Get Rich or Die, how much of 50 would you f- really feel? I like man. that song, We Up. I like Kendrick, that song, We Up. I like that, that was one. an underground hit. Like, wow. I never got any kind of mainstream love worth but a damn, the, but that's a great what's song. What's the one he got now that he's like... I'm the man? Yeah. They're, I'm the man, uh, I'm the, the man. remix that with Chris is Brown. Joint. Bitch, I'm the man. Oh, man. You ain't yeah. heard that, Rock? I ain't heard that. Oh, man. I'm sleeping. He I put a remix out off. with Chris Brown, and really? I swear, I think they're going to end up doing a joint project together. They got another song I called No Romeo, No Juliet. With It's 
50 and Chris Brown. I'm going to have to check that one out. It's another good one. You need somebody to carry you, man. Right. <laughs> you can't give me that straight so, 50. So just the end of 50 cents joint on my part. Yeah, man, that impact was strong. You can't <laughs> deny He's it. He's a hip-hop mogul. No, Even if you your first CD you and the way he came it. in the game, I definitely couldn't take nothing away from him. He, changed, that, he was on every station, everywhere. all the radio. Everybody loved him. And then, we, and then, and then on top of that, itself. in a weird way, in a weird way, I felt like, and this is no 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 drop to the other rappers that was doing their thing at the time, but motherfuckers was acting like they was scared of Fifty, like straight right. scared. Like he was a bully. You right. know what I'm saying? Like scared. Like, he looked the part. He played the part. He sounded great. And like I can remember being in high school. You know, I was a senior in high school when Get Rich or Die Trying came out, and a lot of people that didn't listen to rap music the way I listen to rap music. You know, like they get no in my car does. and they, you know. <laughs> They get in my car, be like, so this is just another rapper that talks about drugs and guns and shit. Like, yeah, but the songs are good. <laughs> like, listen to what he's saying. The songs are really fucking good. Right, and nothing's touching many men. That, to me, that's right. Shit. First CD, 50, I Ooh. can't even complain about it. And it's one of those things where it's like, man, a lot of this shit's real. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, a lot of rappers in the past, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just because. I was, you know, 17, turning 18, and it all starts to really, you know, come full circle. Right. You start to understand you're old enough. And did it seem like he's, after, like after the first CD, I don't think he even stood on his music anymore. I think he was, I'll outsell you, I'll beat you up, you ain't as real as me. We're really Nobody said nothing about whether we could rap as good as you because everybody can rap better than you. Think. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he stood on all the other stuff, and I didn't like that. I think the downfall was challenging Kanye, and when Kanye outsold he him, and, and, he, and he said, and you can't go in there and say, I'm not going. I'm never going to sell another CD. I'm never going to do any music if I don't outsell Kanye. Well, you're not going to outsell no. Kanye, bro. That was the rise of the backpack rap. What I talked about in the '90s. What it was. What I think was lacking was the creative edge. You know. I mean, you listen. You listen to Graduation, and then you listen to Curtis. Oh God, that <laughs> album was terrible. Poor Fifty. You know. I really. I was right. rooting for him too, because I'm. You know, I was an old. 50 fan, you know, and but Kanye, I mean, did you even see the test? You got D's, motherfucker, D's, like, Rosie Perez, like, and he oh. was fighting it. He was on Kanye's turf. He was. You can't. You're not gonna beat him there. Exactly. Musically, creatively. Exactly. No. And 50. then what he should have did was just kept his mouth shut and bought a track from Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you do that? And I felt like once you put that challenge out there, man, you know. We, we we heard that as fans as a, as an audience we heard you say that fifty yep. and when it came to fruition, Kanye Kanye took the belt, <laughs> you know, like you get you pretty much gave the belt to Kanye. You ain't have to yeah. battle rap him. You ain't have to nope. make a, you ain't have to do none of that. You challenged Kanye in a specific area at a specific task and you lost, bro. So you know you don't get, <laughs> you don't challenge the biggest dude up in the on in the, on the block to a, a game of basketball. You know what I mean? And you just a YMC. YMCA player and you know saying yeah, he was D one right he had WVU <laughs> doing his thing and you like you know what if if I swear to goodness if he beat me I won't ever make chicken again well guess what now your dumbass ain't eating chicken for the rest of your life like, you gotta admire him for the confidence level I no. guess but I love I loved that time that day because uh, that's back when 106 and Park was actually yeah. a good show to watch and they were both on there together. And uh, they went head to head. I mean, that was that was cool. Was that still back when it was uh, uh, AJ and Free, or was it already Terrence J and Roxy? Mm, that's that, a good question. Yeah, that I, feel I can't like, remember. Yeah, I feel like AJ and Free was gone by then. Because they had, uh, I believe they even had Stuart Scott like do like an intro. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's At the fantastic. time, they're like, yeah, they like had them compare them, like they were athletes going to battle. This is great. It Shout out to Fifty Cent. Cool. The biggest welcher in hip hop. <laughs> Yay! And you know what? You're right. Uh, which one of you just mentioned about him doing a track with Kanye? A Kanye track. Uh, 
you know, he let Banks, Banks did the whole, the started up thing. He, he got on a Kanye track, you know what I mean? And, but, uh, but they wasn't beefing. Yeah, I felt like no, there was no legit beef. No, but why too. didn't 50 swallow his pride and try to go, you know, hop That will never happen. He's too petty. <laughs> that will never he, happen. You know why, though? But I bet if he was pissed at Kanye and Kanye stepped on stage, like, he'd he point that finger, get Kanye knocked out. You see that video? Uh-huh. Of, uh, it was, um, oh, man, what was his name, man? It wasn't Kanye. It was, uh. Basically, it was another New York rapper, and he got his chain took when he jumped on stage with 50. Oh, you're talking about Slow Bucks. Slow Bucks, yeah. Oh. You see that Slow Bucks video? That was a uh, Hot 97 Summer Jam. That was the G-Unit reunion. <laughs> Slow Bucks. Listen, that like, Summer Jam stage, I feel like somebody's going to die on the Summer Jam stage. There's always controversy at Summer Jam, but you know what? It's like a bucket list of mine. We got to go. We got to make it to one. We can do the podcast live from Summer Jam. You think about everything that's happened at Summer Jam. Remember when Jay-Z brought out Michael Jackson? That's crazy. Summer's crazy. It is crazy. It's the same place where uh, he come out dissing Nas for the first time. Then years later. With the blow up doll? Yeah. (laughs) And then (laughs) then years later wouldn't let Nas do the same thing or some shit like that? And then they also squashed the beef at Summer Jam, Mm -hmm. too. It came out uh, and they performed Dead Presidents together. And that's where he got off uh, Mobs Deep Head, too, didn't he? Don't be the next contestant on that Summer Jam screen. (laughs) Yo, yeah, he man. did. He did. He put Prodigy's uh, picture of him in a tutu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I mean, th- that wasn't that big of a diss. Uh, no, no. But you know why, though? I mean, Jay-Z, Jay-Z is a one-line dude, man. Like, if you ain't as big as Jay-Z, like a Nas, Jay-Z's not dropping a whole track for you. He, <laughs> he did it. He did it for him. Don't be the dude on the, the, or don't be the next contestant on the video screen. Then he did it to 50. I'm about a dollar. What the fuck is 50 Cent? That right. was Summer Jam. It was over. Over. Right. right. 50 it. couldn't say nothing after that one line. But that's also a piece of success. Someone like Jay-Z yeah. mentioned your name. You're like, fuck yeah, I made it. I got right. it. Yep. Like, I sent him a bottle of champagne for that. Thanks, Hov. <laughs> right? That's what he said. Yo, you know uh, 50 got exclusive tracks that you can only find on his video game. But yeah. Ain't Bo- that great? The, the first video game, Bulletproof? Both of them. They both got exclusive Damn, tracks. I didn't realize this dude got video games. Oh, yeah. man. Bulletproof <laughs> and then... um fun. I played the shit out of Bulletproof. No, man, listen. You're right. He is a no, mogul. Number one, He's a mogul. No, number one was bullshit, dude. I ran around with Tony Ayo in the back of me going, come oh, here, motherfucker. It. This way, motherfucker. <laughs> Shoot, bitch. Shoot. I can't put Tony Ayo like, on the, the fuck game. Is going? And there's no map, so I'm around this corner, and all I can hear is my is, is uh, fucking Lloyd Banks on... We gonna kill this nigga, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this I'm like, what the fuck? Then, then, but Buck played the part well. Fifty holler, better Buck. You yeah, know gonna get him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he had the whole go get him. Video game. Dude, oh, Eminem and Dre and Who Kid also were in a game, and they all did their own voices and shit. It was clever as hell. It was, it was cool. but I got stuck in that damn one spot, so I kept running around with Tony Yayo yelling in my damn ear. Was I got the game in it? Yeah. No. no. Oh, this is before a game. I think it's post game. Oh, okay. Nah. They probably had a dude they shot that looked like game. Every every other enemy was a game replica. <laughs> Man. That's up. 50's oh. a mogul though. Let me stop. I didn't oh. realize that dude had that much. Uh, anyway, but he dropped he dropped um he got blood in the sand too, which was uh part two to what was the first one? Bulletproof. Mm-hmm. And that's the one where the uh, the terrorists they come and steal his diamonds, <laughs> so, you know he. Oh, he, there's a story behind. Oh uh, yeah, there's See, a story. I knew, dude. I knew the, the terrorists come and steal his diamonds. Off. <laughs> he got to steal his diamonds. He got to go to like Iraq or some stuff. Come on, man. <laughs> he, he, got, he got 18 exclusive tracks on that shit. Though it goes from a dope dealer in Queens <laughs> to special forces. Hey, listen, second listen. second project. It always goes downhill. <laughs> it's a sophomore curse. <laughs> a, them, them terrorists, them terrorists, been planning all year to take them diamonds. Boy, they wanted that. They wanted that uh, oh G unit chain right there. 50 boy. cents jewelry is Al Qaeda's number <laughs> right. one priority. That's hey. spinning, that's spinning. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's some pop up boys for your ass. Boy, you still diamonds. They rolling around with AKs and P90s. They coming after yeah. this shit. They throwing grenades. And on top of that, and on top of that, you get points for every one of those motherfuckers you kill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so 50s coming at your head, you take his chain. The kills were cool too. Like there was a little slow motion thing where like oh. he'd like roundhouse them to the face and put his foot on their skull right. and just pop, pop, pop. 50 knows oh karate. My God. Oh, it was <laughs> nuts. It was, it was graphic. Nuts. 
Yeah, yeah, it was. He, oh, he voiced a, a character in Call of Duty: um, Modern Warfare too. Did he? Yeah. Damn, 50's a mogul. All right, yeah, he's, he's a mogul. Absolutely. Yeah. Damn. Fifty Cent, named after the 1980s Brooklyn uh, gangster Robert Helvin Martin, aka Fifty Cent. Weird. That, that is, is weird. I heard he didn't even buy him a headstone. <laughs> hey, yo, Ricky Ross is going after Ricky Ross. He should just freeway Rick Ross. Freeway, freeway Ricky free, Ross. Yes, Ricky Ross is going he after. Just go with Ricky Rose from this point on. Right. He don't even have yo, to. Be and Rick yo, Ross. he tried to talk to him, man. He said, "Listen, bro, I'm the I'm the only Rick Ross." And I guess Rick Ross was like, "Well, I'm the only Rick Ross selling platinum CDs right, <laughs> right he's now." He's not lying, and he's been Rick Ross the rapper for how many years now? Right, but how can that not be a sort of like a a name infringement thing because? You gotta figure this motherfucker had autobiographies, books, all this shit before Rick Ross even popped, right. and he had his story being told as Freeway Freeway uh, Ricky Ross. So if you already have that moniker and people are calling you that, people are writing, they're they're building a brand around that. How is it possible for someone else to come in and just be like I'm Rick Ross too? And, how and that's the real how did Rick he Ross. Not have a conversation. Right. Like you know, Rick Ross is alive well, he said and well. He did. Go to Rick Ross. And Rick be like, Ross I'm said a he hip hop artist. Fre this is what I'm trying to do. Freeway said he not freeway rapper. Uh, freeway uh, Ricky Ross. Ricky Ross said he did. He said he talked to him, man. He said he uh, talked to him, and my man just told him a bunch of lies. And I mean, I don't know the whole deal. I ain't trying to. I mean, my 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 thing. That's just what he, that that came out of his mouth. It's a free country. I should be able to call myself Barack Obama, and I'll be the next big rapper next year. I mean, what the hell's right. the matter? It's just a name. And you know what? Well, I was listening to Rick Ross. I didn't give a shit where he came from, where he got his name from. You know, Port of Miami was a dope album. He fell off for a while, but he's another one. Is he overrated or underrated? No. Now I'll give him right where he needs to be. Right. right. Anyway, but but but. <laughs> I learned about the real freeway Ricky Ross at another time. I didn't give a shit. I don't care. I don't care. His name could be dog shit for all I know. Yeah, but if someone's making, if someone's making money off of the same product that you're making money off of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, I can see where there'd be a problem. I can, you know what I mean? I'm Rick Ross. I'm the real Rick Ross. And then you come in and you call yourself Rick Ross and you're making money with my name. Now, when I put out a book, how can I can't put out a book called Rick Ross because you got that label or something you know you went you're the masses rick ross i'm fr I'm, I'm freeway but yeah. if it was his real birth name would it even be oh, a problem it, yeah it wouldn't be an issue well, it wouldn't, it does, i don't know it, it'd be legally changes his name it, it's just no, it's an act everything yeah, yeah, the, rapper should be able, the rapper fuck he that. should be cool with just switching that. if i'm the can switch i'm the number one claudel in this damn region <laughs> Right, we know. So if Bobby wants to come in and call himself Claudel and try to take my, t try to take a piece of my pie, he coming at his neck as, as Claudel. I'm coming at his neck. You can't do that. Just you know what I'm saying? Name to Claudel. No, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna be upset. Change yours. The real Claudel. The real Claudel. Oh, okay, I see. Then, uh, I mean, that's all I'm saying. I really don't know the whole inner workings, but from what I, from what I've heard and whatever, whatever uh, witnesses that Ricky had talked to. Rick Ross, and you know, I guess whatever Ricky said didn't come to fruition. But yeah, things happen. <laughs> so shout out to both Rick Rosses. Right. You know, Keep they doing both. Your thing, both yeah, they both making money. You both making money in two right. different ways. But if I drop a book, you can't drop a book. Nah, <laughs> I'm the nope. real Ricky Ross. Yeah, no. No, I'm the real Claudel. But go ahead. <laughs> Is that your name on Twitter? <laughs> it should be the real Claudel. The real Claudel. Yeah, who we got? Y'all, we good on 50? Uh, I like I like 50, so I'm going to go and say I've been fat. Joe and 50's cool, I guess, man. I mean, I'm not particularly a big fan of his music, like I said before. Of his uh, newer music, besides We Up and um, and uh, Bitch, I'm the Man, which, again, you got to do your homework on. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that, that's how I feel about Anybody else got any opinions on 50? Well, you already know how I feel. How do you feel? He is overrated. <laughs> as a rapper, as a mogul, good God, he's underrated. And <laughs> uh, G-Unit, they just shouldn't even be rated. Empires are built on power. <laughs> and, 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 you know, a lot like Tupac. I don't want to compare. Ooh, I know. It's about to get dangerous in no, here. <laughs> I'm just talking personalities and images. You know, 
you can put the music aside. They both became a personality. And, you know, a, a, I don't even know the word. I'm terrible at vocabulary. We're but, all terrible at you vocabulary. Know, I just, I, I, I think of Tupac and I think of what a powerful presence, period. Right. Like, you watch old interviews and they're all great. He had such a strong brain, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, everything... Uh, just uh, it was. It was you get that from Fifty though. Absolutely. Interviews Absolutely. and everything. Yeah, man. Every everyone gives a shit about his opinions on everything. But I think it's because he says crazy stuff. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. See? All right. Bitch, I, I challenge you. you to read this book on this podcast. You know right. what I'm saying? That was like, damn, dude. Like, He's a petty ass brother? dude for doing that. Yes, kind yes, of shit that's too. fucked oh up. My God. That's, that's, that's the last person I would ever want beef with. Like, if right. I was any he sort of celebrity, roast or, the fuck out of you. Oh, he won't even make a track. Right. He'll just go on interviews, talk about your mom. He might bring your sister on a video and do something crazy. No. But see, that's what I'm saying. That's his downfall, man. You're a rapper, and you got to rap your way out of situations like that. You can't bring the beef. Not, not, not nowadays. What do you think uh, Tupac would post to Instagram if he was still here? <laughs> do you think he'd be, you know, up on his meme game? <laughs> no. You don't he think so? Be, uh-uh. I think he'd be all activism type stuff. Oh, yeah. Shots from movie sets occasionally. Right. No. Riding on my enemies. I Look feel like that dude would have like, transformed. If he'd have, have had him a little longer, he'd have become something different. I think. I, I, I think so. I don't I think know. He I think he would have dropped rap and became an actor. And like a like an artist, artist. Then he'd have been a writer for a while. Then he'd start making films for a while. Then he'd have been. I think Tupac would have been one of them guys, man. Yeah. That he'd have changed the game. Like not yeah. just rapping stuff. He'd have been an artist's artist. You know, I think I think they would have been. I mean, I think Biggie would have been like one of the first, not first, but one of the, the dudes that like transitioned into producing. I feel like that's where he was heading before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I feel like that's where he was going. I mean, you know, he did a lot on Lil Kim. I don't want to get shot by anybody, but I think, <laughs> I think. Uh, don't say it. Biggie. I, don't say Biggie it. Would, <laughs> Biggie would have gave us his first flop. Uh, Cause he didn't have time to give us one. No. He gave us his fr- but truthfully, if you separate the last one, uh uh what is it? Uh Life After Life Death. After Death. If you would separate those into two separate albums, there is a flop in there. Where? Where? In uh, in the in the two discs, if let's take if you just pick some songs out of there and put those on one disc, that would have been horrible. Bullshit. Like uh, the song with R. Kelly, um uh what? Oh, come on. This I can't think of the list. Are you saying that's good or bad? You don't like the song with R. Kelly? No. No. What song is that with R. Kelly? Fucking You Tonight? Right. You must be... <laughs> what? Did you just say that? I'm, it's not the, what the hottest. The f- Hold on. What? I need a track list. I yo, need a my, track yo, list, Yo, my freaking mind is just blown right now. Yo, did you just say that? What song on anyone... Oh, give me his, give me his, give me his track list. I can't guy. pull are it you, up. Are you, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> on Life or Death? Life After Death. There Life After is, Death? It's a double CD. In there, there's enough tracks that I think would have been yeah, a but terrible that, that, that's CD not, alone. That, but that's not what they gave you, Ron. They right, gave right. you a platinum. But that's how I know he's got a, a bomb in him. There, no, he he would have had a terrible no. CD. How are you telling me I'm fucking you tonight? Is a fucking... It is not. Go. It is right. not. Wait, wait, wait. You talk about, I'm fucking you tonight. You, yeah. Of, you're out oh, of your shoot. mind. I'm sorry. That is the song with R. Kelly. Yes. I apologize. Wait, now that I see the track list. You Can we just delete that whole that is not conversation? No, 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 don't no, don't delete that. No, I'm sticking to what I'm talking the people about. People listening, they're gonna be like, what the Alright. Alright. My downfall with DMC. Great song. I could live without that. And if that was on a CD alone, I'm definitely not playing that a bunch of times. Like it. Love it. I'm not a fan of Sky's the Limit with 112. Yeah! Oh, come on, damn. man. Somebody that pop up on this guy. Come on, man. That oh. song was some Sky's the Limit. You know? uh, no. Do you remember the video? They found kids that looked just like Cam and Puppy, and they performed like they were that man. It's beautiful. Nasty boy. Not a fan. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that play a hater. I guess it's I cool, love that he's trying to sing. That's a great song. Uh, it's more of a comedic thing. Another with Lil' Kim. Great song. Oh, my you God. That song's terrible. You uh, got what I need. I I miss you. Me. Miss you. What? Get rid of that. It's an like R.I.P. song. It's like it, it holds what? its own. 
At one mm -mm. point, that was the highest. Uh, that was the number one song. Look how big the big for... name songs are, though. No, no, I'm telling you, he in there, he's got a classic. And I, I feel like this is some blasphemous stuff as well. I love the dough. It's got Hove on it. Great song. Not digging it. You're no. Tripping. No. You're tripping right now. That should have been bigger. It should have been. And bigger. I can't stand last days with the locks. Oh, what? Man, great one. Oh, oh God. Right. Oh man. <laughs> this fucking guy. What? Are you serious? Wait, right we now? still ain't even done. Wait, wait, wait. Hey. Wait, hey, I babe. can't think of somebody who's gotta die. Wait, I need you to stand on this side of the room. Right. Right. I need you to clear the area. <laughs> He's in reaching okay? distance too. And I need you to run real fast and then drop kick the fuck out of him. <laughs> I can't think of somebody's gotta die. What? Somebody's Which gotta die. shows you that that song wasn't hot either. You got to go. Somebody's gotta die. Okay, all right. Gunshots blow somebody got You know what? Let's take somebody's gotta die, you're nobody till somebody kills you, and long what? kiss goodnight. Those three songs are essentially the same song. You talking about, you just, you just, you just right That's, now. I love that song. But, um, but that song, Somebody's Gotta Die, uh -huh. and uh, what was the other one I said? My Downfall? Oh no, that was Long just, Kiss Goodnight. I think that, Long Kiss Goodnight. You, mm. you put them three, I feel like they're essentially the same song. Oh, you're nobody till somebody kills you. <sighs> that, Long Kiss Goodnight, and uh, and somebody's gotta die to me are the same song. I don't think they're very creative at all. I mean, the hook on that one is that, don't do the kiss, you know, yeah, but that's all I play. Right. And he tells, but like if a, you, uh, I, I feel so different. I feel like if you took all those songs that you just mentioned and put them on their own CD, you got a platinum, flopping. you got a platinum CD. No I feel like, and you know why? Really? Yes, because. Those songs are on the CD, and you got a platinum CD. Because them the other ones, like Ben mentioned. said, the hits carried. I mean, the hits on that CD are incredible. Are incredible, but would you just, I can still, I remember those songs. Like, those songs resonate with me. Right. But, now you got songs like that. What? Uh, but I'm going to tell That'll you, carry my downfall. No, you're, 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 you're crazy. <laughs> you're out of your mind, Ron. Like, I, Sorry, I'm I had so, to do it. I'm so I'm so hurt by what you just said. <laughs> I know, man. Like, and I think I'm, it boils down to me just not being no, a biggie guy. Oh man, I think he's he's tight. He's, he's, he's a good MC. There's no but, way. There's no way. In but hell we didn't get to see him me. fall. We didn't get to see him give us his uh, uh, messed up track. We didn't see him try to be all artistic and give us that <laughs> like when Common went through that weird phase. Uh, what he we did, didn't get to see circus? enough from Biggie. So all we get if Nas dropped Illmatic and died. <laughs> you know what we'd be sitting around saying about Nas? He'd have never gave us that genuine song. <laughs> He'd have died with a clean conscience. <laughs> like, damn, that was the greatest. And that's what happened with Biggie. No. He gave us a stinker, though, and he put it inside of that double CD. <laughs> See, I mean, every fucking song on this album, what's beef? Beef is my hey, mama. I, I, I didn't name that. I didn't name that one. What's beef is my jam. Oh, my God. You're tripping. <laughs> I mean, this one was so fucking clever. Mm. Yeah, uh. What? I spent that. Hey, like you said, make the hits step. on that CD uh. are incredible. Come on, man. Ten Crack Commandments makes that CD platinum by itself. Like, come on, man. And how many people have took the the melody, the cadence of Notorious Thugs and ran with his verse on Notorious Thugs and ran with that armed and dangerous. He came to us. That Angel was so. He wrote that shit. It was what, 94, 95? He died in 97. I mean, he's man. incredible. I mean, that, like you said, the hits on that CD are fantastic and it overshadows how bad the bad tracks are. No, because there are no bad tracks, Ron. You're tripping. <laughs> Those ones aren't. You're tripping. The best. I, will, I will give you this, though, because. I am not a hypnotized fan. Really? Man, yeah. bulletproof glass tents if I want some ass. I'm not. I, <laughs> I, love, I, like, I like that. I love that. I, mean, I, I know, but I, I don't know what it is. You know, know what I didn't know about hypnotized? What? Because uh, I had a brief run of three gigs as a DJ. <laughs> and I played, <laughs> I played one at a 16-year-old at a girl's graduation party. And uh, yes. they asked me to get all these other songs, and I didn't have none. So I threw on hypnotized. 
parents, everybody got up, and they all knew it. That's yeah, biggie, they, biggie, biggie. Dude, because yeah, they think of what's her name, the the chicken save the or not save the last dance. What the hell's a movie where the chicks at the party? Man, my sister knows it. She'll kill me for forgetting. <laughs> uh, Ten things I hate about you. I never saw that. That movie. song comes on. She's all drunk and gets up and starts dancing. Man, that set the party off. Sixteen-year-old yeah. girl. Yeah. They everybody loved that man. Hypnotizes the jam. Yeah, uh, I mean, I. I, I Biggie my ain't boy, give us his stinker, my boy, and I'm mad at him. He, he left us before no, my, he did. My boy's a hard <laughs> rocker, man. He's a hard 80s rocking type of guy. And, and you know what? what's crazy is, you know, so people got to start faking the funk, man, because that old 80s rocks I'm, I'm kind of into. And it's because I grew up in the 80s, and I, w- I was a little bit before Yo! MTV Raps. Of course, when I came to, when I came to be able to like think for myself, Yo! MTV Raps was there, but we, I started at a time before there was rap stations and rap uh, videos and all that stuff. So I, you know, what I mean, like I, I grew up on loving the elevator, rock this way, and mm-hmm. shit like that. But he's a hard rocker, man. Like he loves fucking Kiss. That's his shit. You know, ah, I want to rock and roll. But when we're playing poker and shit, and we got these hours of music that we do, you know, he might get an hour, I get an hour. That way, the music changes and That's whatever, fair. whatever. Right. So this motherfucker, every time I get to my hour, the first thing he says is, "Yo, don't want to hypnotize, yo." And I'm like, See? I'm like, man, yeah, like. I, I dig the song for what it's worth, I guess, but to tell me sky's sky, sky's the limit is uh, mm-hmm. uh, not a banger. I skip to that sit there and tell me time. to sit there and tell me you're nobody till somebody kills you is is a flop. Like I, mean, I didn't say it was a flop. I just said nobody till somebody kills you. But those are the songs people remember, though. Like, but those three songs, they resonate. I, mean, I don't think there's nothing special. If you put those three songs back to back, you'll be like, oh. I want to hear that. No, this is not. I just not, heard that last this track. This is not. This is not accuse you of what you just said about Biggie Smalls. I'm I'm highly upset, and <laughs> I just want to let you know that. Hey, I'm, he's still ranked. That dude's. Uh, you know, he's. I got him up higher than them. No, no, he's legendary status. I don't. I. You, you don't rank Biggie Smalls and Tupac. You automatically assume that they're either number one or number two. Oh, Biggie ain't in my top five. No. <laughs> <laughs> My top ten, dude. Do, do, do I gotta go through? Do I got what? Do we gotta go through what this man did? Uh, oh, see, that's first CD, Biggie. Uh, what? I love that that's song. That joint. Mm. That's that's joining. That's joining. My number one. Oh man. Mm. Nah, I've been robbing motherfuckers since the slave ships. With the same clip and the same four five. Oh man! I that hate admitting this, but uh, it took me. It was like four or five years after I heard that to mm. find out the other voice was Biggie. For I real? thought it was Sadat X <laughs> from uh, Brand Nubians. Really? What? Because that's exactly what Sadat, Sadat X's voice sounds like. I was like, damn, this dude went old school. Got Sadat X on the track? Dang. No. Hey, um, just a segue. I guess you know P. Diddy worked on that um, Outkast Joiny Joint, the the uh, Southern playlist. I know out. he did their first video. Did he? He Is filmed that it. Where it was okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's crazy. And we'll get an Outkast. That was a nice segue. Yeah, that was. was. You like nice. that? Uh, y'all ready for this Outkast yeah. discussion? Hey, hey, hey! It's not a discussion. Yeah, it is. I guess it is. <laughs> <laughs> what else is it? Yeah, it is. We're just talking here. Just, I'm telling just, you, man. I'm, I'm on one today. It's like mm-hmm. I even got some stuff for Outkast. <laughs> man, dude, if you say something Listen, crazy about Outkast. We already Outcast, know they're weird. They're, you know? No, man, I love that about Outkast, Me too. They're very, very unique. Um, well, it, well, to be, and, and this is only the, I read a uh, study about the uh, creativity of Outkast, and it shows that whereas... And I think this is part of what made them great was that Andre went in a totally, totally different creative direction than what Big Boy did. Big Boy sort of kept the same style, the same mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? And uh, his topics and everything was was about pimps, guns, hoes, shit like that. He kept the topic the same, whereas Andre kind of shot away from that, started experimenting with singing and doing different yeah. things, started speaking in different metaphor, you know what I mean? Uh, speaking metaphorically in his rhymes and painting pictures and, you know what I mean? And it's not a it's not a shot to uh, Big Boy because I like Big Boy. I like Big Boy for what he does, you know? But it does show that scientifically, the data shows that Andre went far left. 
and Big Boy just sort of. I love that about it. I right. love that he's brave enough that. to do that. But it does show that uh, it does show that Big Boy did have some some creative, you know, differences as far as uh, his the Southern Playlistic, which was their first album debut, into um, Idlewild. So, I I uh, I back my big issue with Outkast is. Uh, you gotta have an issue with him, man. <laughs> How do you have an issue with the I'm best? I'm the axe man. Damn. This motherfucker's oh, no. doing this shit today. I'm on one. I don't know what's wrong with me today, man. I'm on one. I'm, I love Outkast. I think they are solidified as possibly the greatest group of all time. Of all time. But I really feel like Big Boy could have been anybody. Nah. <laughs> I mean, Anybody decent. You got a pretty good rapper because I don't think Big Boy stands well on his own. I bought his his one, his Sir Lucius Left Foot or whatever. That I album. like that album. I dug. I dug like three tracks. Is that the one with um with uh got a backup plan to my backup? Yeah, the backup, my the backup, backup plan. Uh-uh. But I th- I think that that album he was what about again, that? Wait, that that's one of his later albums in. Again, that's one of the albums he was experimenting with, and experimenting with different sounds. He was uh, experimenting with a more funk, you know what I mean, a more funk type tune, and uh, right. a more like uh, gangster, old school gangster, you know what I mean, like Shaft style music, you know. Like right. He was around that, you know. Yeah. Fit, you know what I mean, like. Yeah. And uh, so, as as far and as far as um, that goes, when he first started, it was more about the heavy riff, the boom tap music, you know what I mean? Until they got to Atlians, and then Atlians... I feel like Dre had his hands all over that. It had to be an Andre. Because there's one song doesn't have a beat. Wait, that's wait, fantastic. wait. fantastic. Right. There's a... That's creative. Well, yeah, there's a catalyst. Man, that's fantastic. There's a catalyst to it. There is a catalyst and to it. And that one song, it just has that sound. I, I'm going to try to do it right now, but it's going to sound rough. Well, it goes like... That's the whole beat. Like, that's playing in the background the whole time. Oh, yeah. Simple yet so effective. Well, here's the <laughs> I thing. I love that. Right, right when... Um, right when uh, Atlians such came a good out. Album. Mm-hmm. Atlians, man, dude. Damn, that's um, such a good. Oh. Uh, old school players, the new school foods. Oh mm. my goodness, keep it up, I like kangaroos. Man, uh, that's a quimini. Oh, that is a quimini. Whales, that's still. And then uh, I like quimini too, though. Me and you, your mama and your cousin. Damn, you ever listen to that grown old Thirteenth Floor? Damn, that's there's time that hey, but, be riding that comes on. I gotta pull over, think about life. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta I'm just realize. Happy Ron's starting to talk positive about. Something. I know, I know, I know. I just gave him a really gay smile. Right, my bad. They were they were 17 years old when when uh, Southern Playlistic came out, man. 17 years old, 1994. Yo, I can't believe a Quem and I dropped in '97. And just think, that's just a year. That's just a year after Atlians. That's only one year. And well, the thing with Atlians was, what? yeah, that was um, the thing with Atlians was, if you remember, wow. okay, for for here's a little history for people who don't know about Southern music. You know, when Outkast first started, the South was not popping at all. No. It's not the South was not what it was. Outkast. For y'all hating on Outkast right now, y'all better be like kissing their boots, man, because Outkast took took them out of the out of the south and brought them to, to the north and brought them to the west coast. But the thing was, when they first dropped Southern Playlistic, they got uh, nominated for that Source Award, went to the Source Awards, and people started booing them. I remember that. Right. People remember that shit. And then that, but that was all. Uh, Southern Playlistic was more the gunplay talk, the more you know, it was more mainstream hip hop. Well, when they did Atlians, you got to remember at the time it was right after the booze. So they were trying to like kind of show like we're different from you, you know what I mean? And this is how different we can be. It's still pop. And then at the same time, Andre starts dating Erica Badu, and mm, um, MC Killer, right, right, Badu. right, <laughs> right. And then um, so I mean, so then he starts getting into the whole veganism and uh, I think uh, she was Nubianism, or is that word Nubian? She was no part idea. of the Nubian nation, is what it was. So he gets into that, starts wearing the furry shit and the big, you know what I mean. Big ass jeans, no shirt type shit. That's when it got weird. That's when he got weird. Erica has a way of doing that shit. She's an MC killer. Right. She did it to Common. She did it to Jay Electronica. Right. And just think about just think about how dark Hove or or Jada. (laughs) (laughs) Just think about how dark the music kind of was on Atlians. 
And now at the same time, you know what I mean, he started dating Erica. And at the same time, Big Boy's aunt dies, which who, who was a huge part of his life. So that's why the music on Atlians is a little bit deeper and darker as as far. I but love the, that album. Dude, that album, that album is one of the most creative hip hop albums of all time. Exactly. Production wise, it's exactly. just ridiculous. They're using sounds and freaking beats yeah. that have never been heard of. I mean, never been heard of before. I mean, just, oh, I love that fucking album. And that, that album right there, that spacey, no one else was doing that. No one else was even going to take a chance to do that shit. And they did it. And. Again, the data shows that they were sh shying away from what was going on, the whole gunplay talk and bottles and, you know, whatever, whatever. And that that same slide and curve to the uh, to the topic of guns, whatever, curves away from that topic on their way to producing Idlewild. You know what I mean? They were a great so, group. So what I'm saying, I guess what I'm saying is they were that different from what was going on. They didn't, they, you can't put them in that mainstream they always stood outside but they were always on top like and they you know, still achieved much much commercial mainstream success right, right. that which is weird how not, did you yeah. do that yeah. 94 I mean, gold 96 platinum 98 platinum 2000 platinum like get the right. fuck out of here i think rosa parks that song is Ooh. what <laughs> you know which skyrocketed you, was that on um equimini that oh man man that's on equimini man that that shit was uh and then Quimini, Quimini was with um, Sorry Miss Jackson. No, no, that was um, that's, that's, uh, Stankonia. Stankonia. You got see they followed up Rosa Parks with Miss Jackson. Yeah, what was on? What was on? Um, Quimini. Um, Scoot on the Barbie. Uh huh. Uh, uh -huh. Art of storytelling, man. Mm. Oh, uh -huh. the art of like storytelling. What? Mm. Let's hit the parking lot so I can sick your duck. <laughs> <laughs> That shit, man. Damn, Outcast. What solid, else? What else? Man. What else was on there? Nick Quimmin, I Return of the G. Uh huh. Art of Storytelling, both part one and two were both dope. Spotty, Audi, Dopalicious. Uh huh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love that album. That's my brother's favorite Outcast album. He just texts me. That's great. Man. Yeah. But just think about and think about that album though. That album's a lot more personal than um um. Atlians and you know what I mean something. Were those listen. three back to back? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, what, what kind of a run? I told is you. Uh, that? They Damn. One, their first was in '94. The second was in '96. That's only two years later. Two years later, they dropped a Quimini. '97, '98. And then Stankonia. '99. Stankonia dropped on Halloween. 1999. Right. So wow. just think about that. Boom, boom, boom. Platinum, 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 platinum. And those were all great albums. Right. Right. And then um. But at the time of Equimini was, uh, I mean, that they both had kids. That's why, you know, I mean, the music sort of reined in. And now, again, they're shying away from that. Do you think they knew that we were going to drop bombs on Baghdad? <laughs> 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 I didn't understand. You know what I mean? 1999, you got to realize I was 14 years old. You know, bombs over Baghdad. I didn't know what the fuck they that were That song was about. crazy to me. Oh, I never man. was really playing that song, but loved people it. loved it. Dude, they, I mean, they did that festival tour, what was it, 2014, I think it Imagine was. Imagine seeing that live. They saw that live? With that. No, no, oh. I didn't see it, but I watched, a, I watched the stream. I streamed the whole thing. They did that festival tour. I'm pretty sure it was 2014. Uh, Coachella was their first appearance as a comeback. Okay. Outcast, and they opened with bombs over Baghdad. And dude, the stage props was cool. You know, they had like this. They were standing inside this big cylinder-shaped, see-through like bubble, and it everything around them rotated. And they stayed in that little Man. bubble and, and performed all of bombs over Baghdad. And then wow. they come out the bubble and you know made their way around the stage. And Andre was awkward. Really? Like he just was not into it. There was no intensity. He was real stiff. Like. I just, oh. it, it made me feel like he just doesn't want to be there. Damn. Really? He sounded great. Killed the show. On, on what? It, uh, it was Coachella? Yeah, it was How Coachella. How long ago was this? That was their first performance? First, like, comeback, yeah. That, yeah. Damn. That, that was, out of, wasn't that out of time when, um, that was out of time when Andre just broke up with Erica. And, I mean, listen. In 2014? Right? Oh, no, no, no. Remember, she broke up with him. Then yeah, got but they got Carmen, back to, and then got with. They got back together though. They broke up like four or five times. Whatever the oh, reason, I, never I was that. disappointed in well, his stage presence. Well, that's cool because I mean it's not cool, yeah. but in 2014, 
Andre renounced music after Speaker Box and after Idlewild pretty much. He said like he's done doing music. Which is a shame. It I is know. a shame, but you got to figure he's a rapper and and this is what I got from him. He's a rapper and they want him to sing um what was the song that he had that was real big? Hey ya. Hey ya. Love and he hated, still a great song, dude, yeah. he hated performing that song over and over and over oh, and over. God, so when he was getting he, when he was getting invited to the Grammys, he wasn't getting invited for his rapping. Like he's getting invited for Hey Y'all, and that's the only song they wanted to hear. They didn't want to hear none of Outkast. They didn't want to hear. They wanted to hear Hey Y'all, and like that pissed him off because it, it stifled what he wanted to give to his fans. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. if everywhere you look at during that year, everywhere you turn to or seen Andre, it's hey ya. You I know what I mean? When they performed at the Grammys. And, and you know what I liked about it was uh, they still called that Outcast, even though it was a double album. One was him, one was right. the other, you know? And they were featured, they were both featured on a couple mm-hmm. songs together. And then when they performed at the Grammys, they both had their separate performances. <laughs> and they didn't say, ladies and gentlemen, Andre 3000. They right. said, ladies and gentlemen, once again, Outcast. Okay. Oh, yeah. And they were both equally dope. Dude. I can remember sitting there when, because when, when Andre came out and played Hey Ya, I was like, you know, chilling on the couch. My dad was laying on the floor drinking beer and pretzels watching the Grammys. And he was like, this is excellent. <laughs> you know? And even back then, at the time, you know, my dad wasn't a big hip-hop fan, but, I mean, he respected it because his kids liked it. He was like, this is excellent. This dude's rocking this fucking show, See? you know? Yeah. I mean, he had the people in the background. He had, I mean, just everyone dancing, singing. Man, it was great. I bet he didn't dig Big Boy's part. Because nobody digs Big Boy's part. <laughs> oh, dude, stop. Come on, man. Big Boy is sick, man. And, I mean, I like Big the way you move sick, was a good, was a good nah, song. I, that, it's not, it was all right. Nah. It's not as universal as shake it like a Polaroid Ooh, picture. I hate nah, y'all, man. You man. got to. Yeah, mean, Prototype on there. I, I love Prototype. Yeah. Come on, man. Get off of Big Boy. Big Boy, Big Boy is what he Roses? is. Roses? You can't. Caroline. You can't. Take, you can't take Big Boy out of Outcast. Yeah, you can't have Outcast without Big Boy. You can't, you can't. And dude, he murdered Miss Jackson. I think Big Boy murdered Miss Jackson. And there's a, I think he murdered Jezebel. I think, dude, he murdered up me and you. Absolutely. And he murdered bombs over Baghdad. You cannot He's take good. away He's from good. Big Boy. Don't do that to Big Boy because but. I think people because I think that I think that Andre took such a left turn that he's a standout. Yeah, he's the standout. But I don't you can't have one without the other. With without Andre alone starting out and acting the way he was with that craziness, it doesn't work without Big Boy. It, it doesn't work without saying that he's connected to something that's oh, connected I'll go to, to the I'll, I'll go to Andre three thousand show. I'll go to an Outkast okay. show. I'd spend money. No, I'd go to an Andre from, 2000 show. I'd spend money. I wouldn't spend money to go to a big boy show. You're out of your mind. Big but he's gonna, Outkast is there. He's going to play Outkast songs. That's true. But <laughs> That's true. Just like uh, I would go to see a Tribe Called Quest. I'd go to see a, a Q-Tip show. And God bless the dead. I would not go see a Fife show. What? But he would still play Trap songs. Right, right. Why would you but if it's just these- Fife... Come on, man! They're the, sure. they're the best. I wouldn't group. go. I wouldn't pay to go. Now, if you had, if I could stream it or some stuff like that, I'm not. I'm not. I don't think I would pay to go see just Fife. Now, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a rapper. I'm making my album budget. I'm gonna shoot for that Andre feature before a Big Boy. Feature. Oh yeah. Think about some of the features he's done. When sixteen ain't enough. Oh my hear? goodness, man! That's, that's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> that's my joy. Yeah, dude. Uh, what's the one on the Ti? I'm sorry. Mm. Went, man, that was insane. What really stands out, what was really off the wall, when Wayne put Andre on a track with Tech 9 on the Carter 4. I love that track, though. You didn't like Thank it? Thank you. I love it, but oh. it, was, it was so off the wall. Like, I didn't expect it. Well, man, well Wayne's, on, Wayne's on um, Idlewild in the song. Um, give me a second now. But Wayne, Wayne murders it. He says... Uh, in the Idlewild song, he's like, um, he's like, uh, Katrina came and took my home, and all I got in return was a damn country song. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Andre and Wayne murdered that track. It's on the. Um, I like his track with Drake. What is it? The real her. Oh yeah, Idlewild. man. He ain't yeah. disappointed me on a feature except the Deuces remix. <laughs> Don't Andre? listen to his verse on that. I like that. You I do? think. I think. I don't. I mean, for I don't think he's. 
Andre speaks in a poetic way, man. Like, and I and I kind of think does. that. Yeah, I like when he rap. It sounds like he's just crawling into his head hey. and just rapping about whatever's up in there. I'm like, go ahead, Andre. He does a track with Fonsworth Bentley. It's yeah. it's him. Wait, wait, no, no. I it, remember that. It's him. It's awkward. Farnsworth, Kanye. Kanye. Was there another person? There is another person. Um, don't stop. Don't I think stop. But hey, hey listen. You, you see, you see the video? <laughs> yes. Oh, damn. I thought that was gonna be a group. That's what I, I was thought. like. Oh man, this they, is, I'm buying this. It was up there, temptation and that shit with the little turns and a tap tap. I was Imagine like, that. It's Kanye West, Andre 3000, and Fon- well, you know, Fonsworth Bentley. Fonsworth yeah. Bentley. He was big boy at the group. <laughs> oh man, but that song, but Andre kills that part. But uh, that song, I don't know why I like it, but I dig it. I do love that man. That's the, that's the cut. They sit there for real for people. Hey, I got some new people too. For, but for people listening right now, go look up that phone towards Bentley Joiny Joint because it's sick. But is that the other girl standing in the line for the? No, that's nerd. Hey, oh nerd. my bad. Hey, hey, don't get on nerd. We, we, we can hey, have a know, yeah. hey, we can have a nerd discussion later. <laughs> people are hate me for that for them dudes, man. I don't know what they that man, VA sound the, uh, that is music, untouchable. You to know, <laughs> let I, me, I respect it. I like them, dude. That they yo. If you hear Bobby James from Nerd, you will trip the fuck. Is out. it the Asian guy? No, Bobby James is a song. It's called Bobby oh. James, but it's it's I so sick. I never knew sick. the other guy on Nerd. He's like, uh, Bobby James, like, hey, hey there, mister, give me some cash. I'm high as hell and I'm ready to blast. I'm just one hit away from being passed out. And y'all looking ass out. I love that fucking song. <laughs> The the, the 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 lyrics match the fucking uh, the instrumental because they play this dun, 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 which represents the dude being high and oh it's just a beautiful song so go check that out nerd Bobby James go check out nerd provider go check out nerd in my high go check out don't don't, don't get me started boy. apparently just go check this, out this nerd this is the Fonsworth Bentley song you're talking about yep yes yes oh. <laughs> Wait, wait, clap, clap. Oh man, I gotta find that. That song is the truth. It's titled Everybody. Hey, that song. Hey, have you heard of a girl called Kim? I'm gonna call her Kim Cole because I think that's how it's said. But it's C Y M C O L E, Kim Cole. I think she's next up, man. And I'm really, you know, I'm pretty good at calling it. And I'm gonna say Kim Cole's next up right now. Yeah. That bitch got a song out. I mean, I ain't mean to call you bitch, but I mean, I <laughs> but she got a song out that's fucking hot, man. I dug it. She's killing it in the video. Um, yeah, I, I think she's next up. So go check that out. Check out the video. See her, and she's fine. Like my stepdad's walking through the room. He's like, hey, hey, who's that? Like he just stops, <laughs> you know? Like she's bad, thick thigh bad. Like nice. Yeah. Uh, you ever heard of a? Uh, Tiana Taylor, you know who she is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see her do the little yes. Kim? We need to it's talk about that. No, I didn't. Yeah, she murdered Lil' Kim's part. It was perfect. I saw on she Twitter. Out, she looked just <laughs> like her. They wow. said like on she Twitter. She did Lil' Kim better than Lil' Kim <laughs> yeah. did Lil' Kim. They said Lil' Kim's going to release a diss track against <laughs> Tiana Taylor yeah. for being a better Lil' Kim than she is. <laughs> I mean, you know, Lil' it, Kim. She looked amazing. She came out twice, too. Yeah, Kim makes me sad. Like she, yeah, and she's like, so sad I want to puke. Why do y'all keep getting on little Kim, man? Have you little, looked at her? Little she's Kim, have you looked at her? Does it matter? Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of. Yeah. When it's your Kim, you know? Yeah. I mean, if Nicki, if Nicki Minaj looks like little Kim 20 years from now. And there's a there's a good shot for that. Shout out to little Kim, who before Nicki Minaj was the highest selling female rappers. Right. Thank you for tuning in to the Blooming 304's Hip Hop Matters Podcast. Hey, tune in later on this week and we'll go ahead and continue the conversation. Maybe go ahead and try to buy some tank ammunition for our next peaceful uh, protest. Uh, what we need you to do, though, is go ahead and download that SoundCloud app so we can get our follows up. Hey, man, we're really getting some really good reviews. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And one more thank you for all our listeners out there. Once again, it's the Movement 304 Hip Hop Matters, man. Please keep listening.